You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. Besties, we are getting married. Cue the wedding bells music. We got engaged during our Japan trip. And as someone who was a serial monogamist and never had a single healthy long term relationship to the point where I was convinced I was going to die alone, this was a really big deal for me to get engaged. And in today's episode, I'm going to share how I did it. And I broke this down into three tips just for you guys. And this is not just for those of you who are looking to get engaged. These tips also apply if you feel a sense of desperation towards something that you've always longed for. Maybe it's that dream career, maybe it's even that dream home, or even the belief that you can be healed. You will be able to apply these three tips to reframe your desperation into dignity and empowerment so that you can call in more things into your life. And ultimately, that's what I want for you. So let's get started right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello, besties, and welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. I am your host, relationship coach, and inner child healer, Gloria Zhang. And today we are talking all about how to take our power back when we have failed at attaining something over and over and over again. And with each time you fail to achieve something, you start to feel more and more desperate and therefore controlled by that thing. And the further away it feels, and it seems like you can get into this backsliding effect where the more you want something, the more it kind of pushes it away. You might even begin to wonder if it will ever be possible to get there. Trust me, I know how this feels. In my situation, it was really about getting married, having a healthy relationship, something that just escaped me for almost 10 years. And you've heard me talk about this enough times. And in celebration to me and Andrew getting engaged in Japan, I decided to craft out this episode to really go into the nitty gritty details of how I completely changed my mindset towards this elusive goal of getting married. And I completely flipped it on its head using my understanding of the inner child and our core wounds. And I'm going to share that with you in three tips today. Regardless of whether you want to get married or you have some other goal in mind, you will be able to use these same principles. And I hope it helps you too. And first things first, I want to thank everyone who sent their congratulations on Instagram. I announced the news several weeks ago. And if you want to see some pictures of our engagement, it's on my Instagram feed. So, as you guys know, I did go to Japan with Andrew and I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I had a feeling that it was going to happen on this trip and I 
basically told everyone, right? And in anticipation, I even got my nails done so that I would have pretty nails for the pictures. I bought a brand new turquoise dress. And the funny thing was everything on the trip went wrong. <laughs> I got sick twice with food poisoning. Reservations didn't work out. Places that we originally booked went out of business before we went there. But here's the kicker. On the day of my proposal, which was our anniversary day, April 18th, that was the only day that when I woke up in the morning, all the stars just seemed to align. It was the one day I woke up where my stomach felt fine, right? It was cloudy. It was about to rain all day. But as soon as we got to the place that he proposed, suddenly all the clouds disappeared and the sun came out of nowhere. <laughs> and it was just a very interesting string of synchronicities. It's almost like it paused all of the bad luck during the trip so that at least our engagement would be picture perfect. And for me, it was perfect. And he had planned this for months, by the way. We got engaged on a paddle boat by the river next to the palace in Tokyo, pretty close to where we were staying. We were just chatting and then suddenly he stopped mid-conversation and he said, Gloria, for the last few years, you've been my partner and I love you. And I thought, oh my, it's happening. <laughs> and then he took the ring box from inside his jacket. And then when he tried to get on his knee, the boat almost flipped over. <laughs> Can you believe it, guys? So I like burst out laughing at that point because we almost did a full 180 turn headfirst into the water. And I said, no, 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 <laughs> Sit, stay on your butt. <laughs> and then he kept going, right? Um, so <laughs> it's just funny how it worked out. So didn't get to go on our knee because... We would have lost the ring and ourselves in that lake. But it was just so beautiful, so perfect. And people asked me afterwards, well, how does it feel, Gloria? How does it feel now to finally be engaged? And the truth is, I feel exactly the same. <laughs> and I'm going to explain why in tip number two, right? This not feeling too different is actually part of what you want to strive for. Because at this point, I already knew it was coming. We had talked about this and it wasn't something I had put on a pedestal anymore. So we're going to dive into why that's really important with your mindset. So anyways, that's what happened during our engagement. Despite everything that happened in Japan, we still did our best to have a blast. And in our processing together, we were actually quite grateful for the things that went wrong during the trip because to us, it was a metaphor for marriage, right? Sometimes the unexpected is going to happen. The external world is going to throw all sorts of tests and trials and tribulations at your feet. But at the end of the day, we still wake up and choose each other every single day. We still loved each other Despite what happened on the trip and despite all of the imperfections, it was still a beautiful engagement to me and to him. And it was a great reminder that things aren't supposed to be perfect. Love itself isn't perfect. And I can't imagine a more imperfect, perfect way for us to tie the knot. <laughs> 
So anyways, if you guys want to look at pictures and stuff, find my Instagram at ByGloriaZang. And let's dive into today's episode. The three tips. So tip number one, I let go of the outcome by understanding the real reason why I wanted to get married. And you can replace this with any goal that you have. It doesn't have to be marriage. Now, the concept of letting go of the outcome is a huge idea that we tackle inside my soulmate program. And I'm going to break it down here for you guys, too. So this is exactly how I explain it to my students. When you feel really desperate for a certain specific outcome, because it's something that you've always wanted for such a long time, because you feel so desperate for it, you actually completely disempower yourself by becoming a slave to that thing. The more you want it, the more you put it on a pedestal. And the thing about pedestals is that by default, putting something else on a pedestal automatically means that you are putting yourself lower to that thing, right? You're literally creating this strong imagery in your head where you are below this thing. And I talk about how it's really important to desire things, right? But desperation is not the same thing as desire, right? Desire comes from a feeling of expansion, openness, joy. Desperation comes from the complete opposite. Desperation comes from this almost self-punishing place. It's coming from scarcity. It's coming from this spinning narrative, right? That's getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's making something mean something about you personally. And that's why you often hear people say that it's really important to let go of the outcome of things. But then you might wonder, well, how does that work, right? Doesn't that mean letting go of the outcome mean that I'm trying to trick myself into thinking I don't want that thing anymore? Well, that's not the case at all. Letting go of the outcome simply means realizing that what you actually want is not that outcome, but it's something related to that outcome. And this is best demonstrated by an exercise that I'll give you now, because just by hearing this, it's not going to make much sense, but you actually have to do this exercise in order to really, really put together what I mean. All right. So you can take out a piece of paper. We'll put the instructions in the show notes, and I just want you guys to try it out yourselves. Now, the trick is using a method that's called the seven levels of why. I might have talked about this before, but basically you want to keep asking yourself the question why every time you get one level deeper as to why you actually want that thing until you get to the basement level, right? Which is the actual underlying reason. Everything else is just a decoy reason. So I'm going to use my own example to show you guys. I would ask myself, why do I want to get married that badly? The initial answer to that was, well, because everyone else is getting married. <laughs> it's not a very good answer. And then I'd go a level deeper, right? Well, why do I feel pressured from everyone else getting married? And the answer to that was, because it makes me feel like I should be doing something that I'm not. Then I ask myself that question, right? Why do I feel like I'm doing something that I'm not? And here's where it gets interesting. Here's where I start uncovering the real reason. Because 
the actual true reasons that came up were this, that I wanted to feel secure. I wanted to feel that because someone was choosing me, that it would validate my worth. And when I got a level deeper under that, it truly was about the fact that I didn't feel enough in myself or I did not feel secure in myself. And I had attached, well, at least in my head, I attached the meaning of security to this piece of paper, right, which was marriage. But then when I saw all the different levels underneath, I realized that a ring or a piece of paper has nothing to do with giving you security because people get divorced, right? It doesn't guarantee anything at all. Security starts with myself first. And I knew that if I didn't start with me, getting married was not going to fix the problem. In fact, the underlying insecurity I felt would have just kept evolving into something else, right? You guys know exactly what I mean. If I'm not secure in myself, here's what happens. First, I worry about the fact that I'm never going to find someone to date. And then I'm going to start worrying about getting engaged. And then I'm going to start worrying about, oh, well, the wedding, right? And then I'm going to start worrying about keeping the marriage. And then I'm going to start worrying about the kids and then start worrying about him wanting a divorce. The insecurity disguises itself in superficial concerns about other things, right? So the anxiety just keeps morphing and morphing and turning into something else. And that happens all the time, right? You have people who feel deeply insecure about themselves. And then no matter what situation they're in, they will find something in that situation to be insecure about. And that was the exact same road I was heading down. That is why I've said here over and over again, healing always starts with you. Meeting the right person is not going to fix you, right? It can help you and assist you in your healing journey. But it has to start with you first, right? If you think about a relationship, it's me with another person. I am 50% of that. And if the 50% that I'm bringing to that relationship does not have a solid foundation, then I'm building my relationship on nothing, right? Because I feel nothing on the inside. And that's why I spent many, many months doing my own inner child healing first before I was able to bring in a partner that I had the capacity to hold and to grow with. I had to work with something first before I could bring in that person into my life. And that's where I started my sense of security. It was truly with me. And by letting go of the outcome of marriage being my saving grace, I knew that security in myself was the only saving grace I really had. And part of this, of course, is the fact that I had to be in love with Andrew, not in love with the idea of getting married. And I think this is where a lot of people can fall into this trap. So, for example, a big topic that came up last month inside our soulmate community, we were actually helping a few students who were working through this pattern of getting attached too quickly, right? So what would happen is they would meet someone and obviously in the first two to three months, whoever you date is always going to present their best self, right? And these students would get so attached to what these dates were saying at the beginning that eventually when the behavior didn't match their words anymore, they just couldn't let go of that initial 
infatuation, right? They were so infatuated with what that person used to say versus how they were actually behaving now, which was a completely different story. And for one of our students, a big thing that we helped her realize during one of the coaching calls was that she was falling in love with the fairy tale story. It was the story that she was in love with, not the actual person themselves. And this was a huge breakthrough moment for her because she realized how much of her identity was integrated with this idea of just being a romantic, right? I'm just a romantic person. And therefore, I'm in love with the idea of romance itself. And so here's the point I want you guys to get, right? Whatever this thing is that you've been dreaming, longing about, that itself is just a story, right? It's just a narrative. It's a fairy tale. And sometimes the fairy tale almost feels better than the actual thing itself, <laughs> right? But in reality, you're just dancing with yourself in your own head. If you don't allow yourself to pull back and see reality for what it really is. If I was so attached to this story of marriage, then I would be treating Andrew as just a pawn in my bigger master game, right? To get that thing that I really wanted. And that was not going to work if I was to have a healthy relationship. And speaking of levels, I want to go another level deeper with this. Sometimes the reason why it's difficult to work past the fairy tale is that we have this false belief that seeing reality takes the magic out of it, right? That somehow it makes things less magical. And I know that this was the case for me, and it has been for so many of my students, which is why I thought it would be really important to address here. So this brings me to point number two. If how I got the thing I wanted, I asked for it. <laughs> right? You know, within months of us dating, I told him straight up which year I wanted to get engaged, which year I wanted to get married. He knew exactly which ring I wanted, which was the Beauty and the Beast bell ring from the Disney Enchanted Collection. Obviously, I'm a huge Disney nerd and I love my inner child. So obviously, I wanted the Disney Enchanted ring. He had it saved on his bookmarks for months. This is the whole point right? My philosophy of relationships is so vastly different from the Hollywood shenanigans that you might see on TV where it's like, ooh, I need to, you know, drop hints here and there, right? I need to <coughs> cough and accidentally say what I want so that they catch the hint. That's what we have been conditioned to believe is romantic. But the way that I teach relationships is, you are allowed to ask for exactly what you need and want and see from the beginning that your beliefs align, right? That your intentions align, right? So I teach something called the eight milestones to commitment. And basically, in a nutshell, it means you need to get on the same page first before you even agree to be in a serious relationship. And here is an example why. For those of you listening, how many of you would sign a 10-year contract to a job where you have no idea what the job description is, you have no idea what your responsibilities or expectations are, and you don't even know how much you're getting paid? How many of you would sign away a 10-year contract to a job like that? 
Probably none, right? Because there is no way you would dedicate all of this time and energy and identity to something if you don't even know what the terms and conditions are going to be. It's the exact same thing for relationships. Why are you getting into this agreement, right? This essentially, potentially lifelong agreement if you don't even know what to expect. You would never do that. But the thing is, so many of us who have inner child wounds have learned to believe that we can only take what we can get. And therefore, it seems like unknown conditions are better than no conditions, right? And this is where the healing has to occur, right? You have to step back into your power and really demand for yourself what you really deserve, all right? And part of that starts with knowing exactly what you want, not being afraid to ask for it, right? And if that person doesn't align with your goals, it doesn't mean that you are not worthy enough. It doesn't mean that you're not deserving of love. It simply means that that is an incompatible match. Just like going to a job interview and realizing that what they're asking for doesn't align with your skills. It means nothing about your value as a person. And that is why it is so important to say these things out loud, right? And to make it known prior to. That's what I meant when I said, you know, everything felt the same. You know, I wasn't surprised because I knew it was coming and it didn't take the magic away from me. All right. We need to redefine what magic really means in relationships. Magic should be built on the connection that you have created together. That's special because that's something that you put work into. Magic should not be dependent on guessing games. To me, that's just anxiety. That's not magic because you had nothing to do with it, right? It's just you being left in the dark, guessing, playing does she, does she not, trying to figure out what's going on. That's not really magic, right? And in order for us to get what we want, it begs us to expand our definition of what magic really means, right? And get over the idea that just because something's not a complete surprise doesn't mean that it's not magical, right? For example, if someone told you that tonight you are going to eat at your favorite restaurant with your favorite strawberry cake, does that take away how excited you feel? Of course not, right? Because instead of worrying about the will I, will I not, will he, will he not, you can actually focus and channel your energy into feeling excited about the thing instead, right? You know that in a few hours you are going to your favorite restaurant. You can imagine the taste of the strawberry cake in your mouth. Oh, it tastes delicious. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. And that's what I was doing this whole time. Like I knew it was coming. I was excited about doing my nails, you know, getting my dress, imagining the whole thing in my head. I could focus on actually feeling good and enjoying the thing that was coming my way instead of frantically worrying about it. And to me, that is a much better deal than the former. So that is tip number two. And that brings me to tip number three. We basically lived as if we were already an old married couple. And that is partially because I stopped putting marriage on that pedestal. And I stopped acting like I needed that 
outcome in order to grant me access to the kind of relationship that I really wanted. All the things that I wanted to enjoy, the vacations, you know, living together, the special events, we started doing that now. We've lived together. We had built all of our future plans together. And I didn't let the lack of this outcome stop me from having the life that I wanted right now. All right. So instead of focusing my anxiety about the future, I made life about right here, right now, our relationship right here, right now, creating happy memories, appreciating my partner and focusing on seeing the good right now, not dependent on some future outcome that hasn't even happened yet. Because if I were to do that, I would be putting all my happiness into the future and depriving myself of the life that is right underneath my nose in the here and now. So at this point, the ring just feels like a cherry on top because it doesn't change our lives at all, right? We went back to the same house. You know, we go about our days as usual. It's just now we have a wedding to plan for, right? And of course, I absolutely love my ring and the ring is symbolic and it is still special, right? It's still special, but it's not something that I gave all of my power towards. So the lesson here really is living the kind of life that you want right now, not using that outcome or lack of an outcome as an excuse or even as a barrier to prevent you from having access to the things that you can enjoy right now. Live in the moment, create the good feelings now. If you want to be an artist, you don't need a hundred thousand followers to validate that for you. Start creating your art right now and living your life as if you already had those hundred thousand followers, right? Buy yourself the fancy paintbrushes as if you were already that artist. Don't deprive yourself of all the joy that you can have in this very moment. And that is what your inner child really needs. Your inner child needs you right now, showing them how good life can be right now with what you have. If you've always wanted to travel the world, for example, don't let that lack of it happening yet stop you from getting excited about it, right? Watch beautiful videos online where you can see all the different places in the world. Create a vision board of all the places that you would love to go and make yourself excited about it right now. Take little trips to towns around you that don't cost much money at all, right? There's no reason why you have to stop yourself or limit yourself at the current moment. You can still have fun with it and just see where it takes you. Because chances are, simply just by putting yourself out there and doing the thing, you'll probably end up meeting people or having chance encounters along the way. And each little thing that happens, each little chance encounter will actually bring you closer towards the thing that you really want without it taking the power away from you, which is where the power really belongs. Now, the caveat in my situation was I already had chosen a compatible partner, right? So if it's this kind of situation, you can't do this inside a mismatched toxic relationship where you're just gaslighting yourself. So if you are having trouble with this part of relationships and dating, I would definitely check out my free workshop. Just go to gethealthylove.com. I have a free training there that basically teaches you how to attract healthy people into your life when you'll get a taste of my methods in there. 
So to summarize, here were my three tips for today of moving through obsession over things that you haven't attained yet. Number one is letting go of the outcome by understanding the true underlying reason why you desire that thing so much in the first place. And the way to do that is to keep asking yourself the question, why, 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 until you get to the bottom of your list, the real reason why you feel this longing towards that thing. And once you do that, you realize that it has nothing to do with that outcome at all. And most likely starts with feeling empowered within yourself first. The second thing that came up is about simply asking for what you want, whether you're in a relationship or not. No matter how long you've known people, friends, family, workplaces, people still cannot read your mind. And you will be so surprised about what can happen if you simply just vocalize what you need to the right people, of course, right? Don't be afraid to ask for what you want, especially in a relationship You really want to be on the same page before committing to anything serious in the same way that you wouldn't commit to a job without knowing what all of the terms and conditions are yet. And of course, getting over the idea that asking for your needs takes away the magic. It's simply about expanding our definition of what magical really means. And the final tip for today was to live your life as if you already had everything that you want, no longer blocking yourself from being able to access the joy, the fulfillment, and appreciation that you can have right now, and that that's exactly what your inner child means. Your happiness is not dependent on some future that is out there in the unknown, but it's something that you can learn to cultivate and own and create right here. You can do it. Because at the end of the day, no matter the ups and downs in your life, the emotions that you feel belong to you, right? No one else is feeling it for you. And those emotions are not coming from some external source. Those emotions are being created by the chemicals inside your own body. And you have the ability to induce those as well. So, whoo, it's like 10.30 p.m., guys. (laughs) And I really wanted to get this episode out before I went to bed. So I kind of just channeled this all through right now. But there was a lot of nuggets that I jammed in there. And I really hope you found this helpful. Maybe took some notes. Share it with us on Instagram if you wanted to spread the love. Oh, and finally, before I forget, we are actually opening up some spots for new students inside our Situationship to Soulmate program. So if you've loved this podcast so far, maybe you really resonate with my story, my student's story. You are a high achiever who's really, really ready to heal from toxic relationships and call in the relationship that you actually deserve. This is your opportunity right now to work with myself and my team. So go to buygloriazang.com slash soulmate. You can fill out an application and then afterwards book a free consultation with myself or a teammate so that we can get to know you better and just make sure that we're a good fit for working together. So if you've been looking for a sign, this is your sign. And if you kind of just want a free introduction into the kind of work I do, obviously just check out my free workshop. Just go to gethealthylove.com. It's a free 45-minute workshop comes with a free workbook. You will 
learn the basic structure to my methodology. And even that workshop itself, you are going to get so much out of it. So I hope you guys enjoy it either way, as much as you like this podcast. And the final thing I want to say today, guys, is we're almost at 100 episodes, right? This is episode number 98. I've been at this for two years, and I do read the reviews and the comments and the emails and the letters that you guys send me. And I just want to say I am so grateful for you, Bestie, for listening episode after episode, supporting my work, giving me suggestions on topics that you guys want to hear about. I send you so much love and I believe in you. And I know that just by putting the right intention out there, you are doing this work. And no matter how hard this work gets, don't give up. Get up over and over again, even if it takes you 10, 20 times, even if it seems like nobody else around you believes you and you're the only one fighting for yourself. Even then, don't give up. Don't give up on the hard days. Don't give up on the good days either. And hold on to the faith that one day everything is going to pay off. It all adds up at the end. Hold on to that faith, even if it's one tiny little ember of a flame left. Because it worked out for me. All right. And I had given up so many times. And I wish I had someone to tell me to keep going, right? Take one more step. Take one more stroke forward. And that's what I want to tell you guys today. Just keep going one more day. And eventually you're going to get to the place where you're going to be so, so glad that you did. All right. All of my love. Until next time, have a beautiful day and an abundant life. And I'll see you in next week's episode. Bye for now. Is your trauma robbing you of the extraordinary relationship you could be having? Bestie, tell me if this sounds like you. Maybe you wind up in situationships where you don't feel loved, seen, or respected, and you let people walk all over you. Or maybe you feel so triggered with the fear of getting hurt that you end up pushing the other person away and sabotage your relationships. Or maybe you stay up all night in bed wondering, why do I struggle so much with the bare basics in love while my friends are out there having amazing relationships without breaking a sweat? My love, it's not your fault. You are not broken. You just have inner child wounds. If anyone understands, it's probably me. 200 first dates later and a dozen bad relationships, I finally cracked the code on what it really takes to go from being insecurely attached to attracting and maintaining a thriving, passionate, and secure relationship. So if you want to succeed in love, I've put together a free 60-minute workshop that gives you my three-step formula to breaking toxic patterns for good. Just go to gethealthylove.com. That's G-E-T healthylove.com. In this workshop, you'll learn how to never sabotage a relationship again, even if you have anxiety. And you'll learn how to get the secure relationship you want with the person who wants to commit to you. So if you're falling into the same patterns over and over, then you need to be at this workshop. To get instant access, go to gethealthylove.com. That's G-E-T healthylove.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. Life is hard enough, besties. Love doesn't have to be. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. 
to join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!